1977. Bad Out of Hell 2, Back Into Hell, that's uh, 1993. Okay. Big gap there, 16 years. Yeah. But, I mean, he's got other albums in between there. He's got Dead Ringer in 81, Welcome to the Neighborhood in 95. Maybe he did write some of the music. Hell in a Handbasket. That's 2011. Okay, I'm recording this, by the way. Live at Wimberley. That's 1987. Okay. The Very Best of Meatloaf. That's 1998. I'm sorry I'm not doing these in chronological order. Bad Out of Hell 3, The Monster. Is it just The Monster? The Monster is Loose. Okay. Wow. Now, uh, the, by The Monster, he's, he's referring to The Bat. I assume The Bat, maybe his penis. Possibly Satan. Possibly all three. Wow. That would be a twist. The Holy Trinity. Hey, now that would be but a twist. But because it's Meatloaf, it's an unholy trinity? Oh, I see. Is Meatloaf like a devil guy? I don't know. He's don't going in so. and out of hell all the time. But he's not... Oh, is he a bat? Is he... When he says the bat out of hell, does he mean... Oh, I think he just means he's moving like a bat out of hell. Okay. Is like, he supposed to be a bat escaping hell? Yeah. Possible. Is that the plot of... Meatloaf's music. A few more albums for you. Uh, Hits Out of Hell, 1984. Okay. I'm guessing that's a uh, collection of top hits from his three or four albums by then. Uh, Bad Attitude, 1984. Okay. Uh, Hang Cool Teddy Bear, that's 2010. Is this uh, is this entirely necessary? Yes. Bad Out of Hell, live with the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra. Oh, that's wow. That's 2004. Live Around the World, 1996. Heaven and Hell, 1989. Uh, Alive in Hell, 1994. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better, 2003, though that does kind of look like a compilation. It is... Is it? No, it's not a compilation album. Okay. Midnight in the Lost and Found, that's 1983. At least we know uh, blind that, be- that one album is not a compilation Eric, album. please. Blind Before I Stop, that's 1986. Would you like me to check them all and see if they're compilations? You know what? I'd rather that you didn't. <laughs> All right, VH1, VH1 Storytellers, which is a live album. What What if I... Well, I have a proposition for you. What yeah. if we recorded an episode of Podcast versus Podcast right now? One minute. I have a few more Meatloaf albums to get through. I'm sorry. All you right. get through those Meatloaf albums. Thank you. Meatloaf and Friends. <laughs> Who are his friends? <laughs> Named after Garfield and Friends. Um <laughs> Well, let's see who his friends are. Let's cut into the album. He's got Bonnie Tyler on there. Okay. Ellen Foley. Jim yep. Steinman. All right. Ellen Foley again. Nobody for a couple of tracks. Bonnie Tyler again. Nobody. Uh, Ellen Foley, Bonnie Tyler, and Jim Steinman. Okay. I believe Jim Steinman is the composer I was speaking about, the extravagant fellow who wrote most of the music for Bad Out Anyways, um, <laughs> next up, we got, a piece of, fellow. we got a piece of the action in 2009. 1993's Back From Hell, the very best of Meatloaf, and 2015, My Father's Place, New York, November 29th, uh, 1977. Ooh, that's a Doxy collection, remastered live on FM broadcasting. Uh, Oh, God. uh, We got Bad on the Road, live album, 1977. Holy fuck, Pierce. We got uh, Guilty Pleasure Tour, again, live from Sydney, Australia. You know, earlier I wasn't bothered (laughs) that they weren't in chronological order, but I kind of am now, because you keep saying the year, but it doesn't mean anything anymore. Well, this next one is live at the bottom line from uh, 1977. Okay. Uh, I've gotten down into the section where the albums no longer have album artwork. Uh, This one is Three Bats Live, 2007. 
Heaven Can Wait, the best ballads of Meatloaf, Volume 1. Specifically, a, that's a 96 album when ballads were cool. That's gross. Oh, were they ever cool, though, yes. is what I'm wondering. Yes, they were. Okay. We have a 1995 definitive collection, the Meatloaf definitive collection, even though he's spent the last 21 years putting out even more albums. So it wasn't. Okay. Uh, we have the Essential Meatloaf, an album by Meatloaf that's 2011, much more likely to have Essential Meatloaf tracks on it. <laughs> Uh, playlist, the very best of Meatloaf. I feel like someone just listed their own playlist. Okay, Heaven Can Wait, the best of Meatloaf. Yeah, I feel like some of these may be bootlegs. Uh, no. That's Lar- why there's so many live albums. This one is larger than live, not larger than life, larger than live. Oh, you know what, though? Yeah. That might be a live album. It is a live album. Music okay, that's Hall, probably Cleveland, why. Ohio, December 10th, 1977. A live FM radio concert remastered in superb fidelity. See, now, those don't count. Someone, like, if someone records Mm -hmm. your concert and then someone else just, like, remasters it. Like, it was supposed to be broadcast over radio. It's not an album. It's live to tape. Um, Okay, (laughs) so we got uh, Prime Cuts. That's a 1989 album. Looks like a straight-up album. Oh, no, it's a compilation album by Meatloaf. Uh, live, Boston, Massachusetts, May 21st, 1985, live FM radio concert in superb fidelity, remastered. Oh, superb fidelity. Uh, the best kind of fidelity. That's interesting, man. Hey, uh, hey, man, that's interesting. When I'm faithful to my girlfriend, she says it's superb. She calls it superb fidelity. Uh, and then this one's just called Best Of. Best of what? Oh, probably the best of Meatloaf. You'd assume. Like the last 40 fucking albums you listed were it's a 20, the best of Meatloaf. I just want to say that that best of album is a 2014 album. Okay, that's and interesting. I'd now like to list Meatloaf's songs, which okay. are listed on the next tab over. Hey, how about instead of that, we uh, take turns pitching podcasts to each other, I don't really and at the end of the that. episode, we vote I on which... I want to talk about Meatloaf more. Well, uh, do you have a, a Meatloaf-based podcast to pitch, maybe, perhaps? Um... No, I just want to keep reading all these titles here. It's uh, okay. Okay, so we're onto the song. Well, here, let me give you a quick overview of Meatloaf. Okay, Michael Lee Aday is an American musician, singer, songwriter. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop, 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 stop. Yes. I thought his name was Meatloaf. Uh, it's um, uh, an anagram of Michael Lee Aday. Okay. Plus, there's an O and an F thrown in there. Okay. And, and less a T. A, and less a D. Well, this is not. A, it doesn't have to be a perfect anagram. <laughs> It's just an anagram with some extra uh, letters thrown in. Has science found a way to come up with a perfect anagram yet? Yeah, there's tons of perfect anagrams. They just don't interest me. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm only interested You're more in into imperfect, imperfect anagrams. Okay. You know what's really interesting? Your name is an anagram of my name and vice versa. Yeah, imperfectly. Imperfectly, but it is an anagram. I should say this. Usually you can't add letters to an imperfect anagram. It's just like... Oh, I had one letter left over, so I threw it away. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or it, like, creates, like, an, an unusual spelling, like spelling metal with two Ts from whatever word would have the same number of letters. Uh, talumped. Where's, talumped. That sounds like there's a P in there. No, talumped. I'm just pronouncing oh. it incorrectly. Okay, U-M-T. It's like, it's like talent, but with an M. Talumped. 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 Talamped. Exempt. Right, here's a podcast pitch for you, Eric. I would love a podcast pitch. We've been recording for almost eight minutes. Okay, well, this is called uh, The Imperfect Pod. And uh, every day, you and me, we show up fresh and ready with our notebooks and some Scrabble keys. Yeah. No, they're not called keys. Tiles. That's it. Scrabble key tiles. Where does keys come from? I don't know. I don't oh, know. like on a keyboard. 
that makes sense. We yeah. show up with some Scrabble tiles and yeah. some keyboard keys, and uh, people on Twitter and uh, I possibly Instagram will send us clues, and we have to make an imperfect anagram out of whatever they send us. We can also make perfect anagrams, but if we can only make an imperfect one... That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. When you say they send us... When you say they send us clues... Yeah. What does that mean? Well, here, I'll... Uh, okay, so... Oh, we've got a tweet here from uh, Diana Hyden of Halifax. Oh, okay. Diana says, um, I love my, my little brother Mike. He's a swell guy. Uh-huh. Just a really nice feller. Uh, I'd appreciate if you could make him a special anagram, imperfect or otherwise, for his birthday... Um, out of one of his, uh, a couple of his favorite things, which is Bowtie GameCube. Bowtie GameCube. So, oh, um, I'm not done with the letter. Anyways, um, that would be great. So thank you guys. Uh, love the show. Love Podcast versus Podcast. Uh, I'm going to leave you both a five-star review on iTunes because um, you deserve it. All right, bye. Bowtie GameCube. With love, Diana. <laughs> Bowtie GameCube. Bowtie GameCube. So we have to make up an uh, anagram out of Bowtie and GameCube. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have to be perfect, but it does have to relate to Michael. Okay, so Michael is a person who, A, I'm not sure I've ever met, and B, not sh- not 100% sure is real. Right, right. Well, he he's real enough for the, this conversation. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. So, um, Bowtie and GameCube, is there know, any games that he likes? We know GameCube that games? he has a loving sister. Oh, Diana just sent a, a follow-up. Oh, okay, Hold good. On. Sorry, I didn't I didn't give you guys nearly enough facts to make a fitting anagram about my, my beloved brother, who's a sweet, shining angel. Uh, here's a, here's a few things that he likes. He likes Age of Empires 2 and 3. He actually likes the entire Age of Empires series. He likes reading Wikipedia articles about movies instead of watching them. Okay. Uh, his favorite GameCube game, uh, probably Mario Kart, possibly Smash Bros. Okay. Uh, enjoys Wind Waker more than he expected, <laughs> given its cartoony flair at the time. Okay. Bowtie GameCube! Bowtie GameCube! <laughs> um, so I, I've got one actually right here. Lay it on me. Um, Age of Empires 2. That's not... Is that your imperfect... Oh, I guess there is. Yeah. Wait, I... Are there enough letters for that? Yeah. Bowtie GameCube, Age of Empires 2. I don't... That doesn't add up in my head. I've got another one. I liked it, though. That's a great one, if yeah. that works. I'm Heck just, yeah. I am just doing it in my... Uh, okay, so we got the W, the O. Uh, Bowtie... Okay, so you got two... But there's no other, there's no other O for the for the of. Yeah, but I take the W and kind of make it an O. But the W is already being used in two. No, no, it's a two. The number, the numeral two. Oh, the numeral two. Where did you find the numeral two? I just I needed a numeral two, so I just took that one. It's you, not perfect. Yeah, it's. But I did tell you the only rule is we we're not supposed to be able to add. Anyways, I have another one. Okay. Age of Empires three. <laughs> you would love that. Yeah. You would love that. So you take the take the O and you take the A and the G and the M. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now there's no P, but I kind of changed the B into a P. So there's more like Age of Empires three. Oh. All right. Well. That's... How about just Age of Empires? No numerals. No cheating. Feel like we're still bringing in some extra letters. We but, know uh... he's a fan of the Age of Empires series. So we got we got the we got the A we got that G we got the E the O the T. Mm-hmm. I think you know what I'm fine with this. All right. So the perfect anagram for Mike Hyden's GameCube bowtie. Is... Bowtie. So, excuse me. Bowtie GameCube. It doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't matter. You can pronounce those letters in any order. Okay. I could just say like a stream of consonants. Cube tie right? bow game. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah. It, see? And that's part of an anagram. You just got to shovel those pieces around. <laughs> yeah. Like tiles on a keyboard. And that was a perfect anagram, by the way. <laughs> the one you just did? Yeah, I did that one just right off the dome. <laughs> wow. You're fresh, man. Um, Yeah. She, so, Diana, uh, there you go. Age of Empires 3. Tell go Next time you go up to your brother, you tell him, hey, Piers and Eric say... Age, Age of Empires 3. He'll know what we're talking about. It's an anagram, baby. Also, it's a game that he likes a lot. He'll know. <laughs> he won't care. He won't, he'll recognize oh, it. Oh, I'd love to talk about that. <laughs> that sounds great. Anyways, I got a pitch for you. Okay, give me your pitch. So this is a podcast where we would um, talk about interesting stuff that we find on Etsy. Yeah. And uh, how cute it is, if it's worth like buying. Because Etsy's a store, right? It's it's a collection of stores. It's like a service for stores. Okay. So if it's worth buying, like what the value is, and then uh, when it finally arrives, we review the product. Okay. Um, And I got the idea when you said Scrabble keys, and I was like, you know what? What about like a a typewriter that had Scrabble tiles instead of the little letters, Mm -hmm. instead of the actual keys on the typewriter? Man, I bet that could sell for $90, $95 on Etsy. Man, you are underselling yourself. There is some serious crap on Etsy that is going for mondo money. Oh, really? Big bucks. Okay, and we'll find it all. Dino-sized dollars. And we will give it a poor review if it's if it's so uh, if it's so not worth after the money. After we've spent the money? Yeah, after we've spent the money. People sell paintings on there for like $10,000. Excuse me? Well, I mean, I don't know if they actually complete the sales. They're listed for $10,000. They're listed for $10,000, which seems crazy to me. Like, if your art is worth that much, and the people selling stuff are... Like, I go... My favorite thing on Etsy, and I love Etsy, Okay. I'll go into, like, a particular... Oh, I'm going to look at paintings today, or uh, children's costumes, and I you go... <laughs> You go into the, like a subcategory, and then you just organize like price from highest to lowest. Almost guarantee the highest price item. It's different with costumes. The costume stuff is actually quite good, but like in paintings or crafts yeah. stuff like that, there's like a weird tier of people who do not understand that they don't have anything worth selling. Like a hmm. really bad, I said, like a really bad oil painting of a fox. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 but in a fantasy setting, so he's at the foreground, and there's like uh, rolling hills behind a him, dotted with cat. Exactly, dotted with castles, and there's like a little dragon hidden off on one side. Like it's not bad necessarily. The one I'm thinking well, of. But- if there's a scene where there's like some castles and a dragon, why why is the fox in the foreground? <laughs> Great question. Paint the dragon. <laughs> No, no, no! It's to it's to lend a sense of normalcy. You're like, oh, I'm I'm like this fox. I'm from our world. Oh, I see. I get it. <laughs> I'm bonding with this ant. Wait a minute, what's that back there? A, a castle with a moat and turrets? now that's hey, now that's exciting. A little gnome's house over there. A little toadstool. Oh my god, a dragon! There's a dragon in the background. I can't stop looking at that. It's so tiny. I just want to see more detail on the dragon, but this fucking fox. All right, all right. Is right care. here in the foreground. Hold on. His tail's blotting out something interesting. There's an arm behind it. It looks like there's a battle. <laughs> I th- I think they're casting a spell. <laughs> but I can't see which one. You know what? I'm going to get you a blacklight poster. Okay. I'm going to go to a head shop. Okay. I'm going to get you a nice poster that's just like a bunch of gnomes on toadstools that glows in the dark. You can hang it in your bedroom. Okay. I don't think Fran would be into that. I knew it. I knew you were going to say this. Fran won't be into it. Fran doesn't like gnomes. She's, you know, she's afraid of gnomes. Is she actually? No. 
They're not real, Pierce. I could totally see her being afraid of gnomes. Could though. you? Yeah. You think she's a little scaredy cat? Of, the, little, of those things. A little... Of the supernatural. <laughs> I feel like she fears no living man. <laughs> but ghosties and ghoulies? Little spooky scaries? Um, anyways, so that's, that's... podcast... Uh, sorry. Anyways, that's Etsy Reviews. I really like that idea. I really like that idea. I think it's a great idea. I think it's actually, yeah, just reviewing. But here's the thing. I don't want to pay for a lot of items on Etsy. Ah, here's the, also the thing, though. I think paying for it is part of the experience. If we, if they sent us stuff for free yeah. and we reviewed it, we wouldn't really, like, we wouldn't have the, the frame um, of context what you know? the hell? That swing and a miss, my friend. No, like maybe we'd be like, oh yeah, so this is an interesting painting. There's some dragons in the background. I appreciate that. Love that frame. Not into the fox in the front, but there are dragons in the back. So I will give this an above average score. Are, are you saying that we're going to be, it feels like what you're really saying is that we're going to be biased. Because someone sent us something for free and they were kind enough to take part in our show. No, I don't mean it like that exactly. I just think like... We won't be holding them up. We won't be so much biased, but we'll be holding them up to a lower standard than they need to be held up to because we won't have spent money on it. So we'll just think like, oh, yeah, it's uh, it's cute and it's nice. I mean, yeah, of course. I give it a positive two out of two stars. I don't. I won't. You can be the nice judge. Well, I don't want to be. I just think that we will fall uh, into that. You will fall into that trap. I will not. Come on. I mean, man. I will, but... You will too. If people are send like, there's only so nice you can be about something that's poorly made. Like, and even even something. Okay, like uh, here's a common item on Etsy: um, perler bead. Yeah, things, right? Yeah. People take perler beads and they basically make pixel art out of them. Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you're talking Those about. Those are okay. I don't know what you do with them. I guess you could like hang them as Christmas tree decorations or something. Yeah. Or the magnet ones are fine, but those are things that pretty much anyone could make. Yeah. With, if they just took the time to print it out, like, so the biggest problem with those is how overpriced they tend to be. Yeah. Plus they're, I don't know, they look, so they look really like if you, kids craft room to me. If we were reviewing a perler of Mega Man X and Zero I would probably, on top of each other in the kitchen. I would probably say nice things about their work. Yeah. It. Like, hey, you did a great job constructing this. It definitely looks like a Mega Man. It's almost like you printed out a, a not pixel a map it's and, a Mega Man X. and made a Mega Man out of it. Mega Man X. But I won't hang this in my house because people will think that I have a child and then ask me, oh, did your kid make this? And I'll have to say, no, I paid $10 for this Mega Man. Except that you didn't pay Mega. $10 for it, though. But in your version of the show, we have to pay. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Because I think in your version of the show, you're going to be like... Oh, yeah, I love this. You know, it's not great, but it I'm looks actually, exactly no, like Mega Man X. No, I mean, I'm, I'll be it's even fine. more irritated if people send me junk that I then have to throw out. I'll be like, think, I'll be taking that Mega Man X to the trash. Okay. And I'll be thinking, why would somebody make something like this that I just have to burn or throw away? Well, I vote for mine on the stipulation that we need to pay for our items. In that case, of course, then I have to vote for mine because unlike yours, anagrams cost... Nothing. Just okay. a smile, a heartbeat, and a hope. A heartbeat and a hope. Wow. You got both of those? I, yeah. I, I see the I smile. Hey, bit. everybody. Thanks for listening to Podcast vs. Podcast. Sorry, that's another tie. Sorry. Apologies. Sorry. Big sorry from both My of us. My bad. Um, if you ever want to come out and visit us, we'd be happy to make it up to you. 
That'd yeah, be, yeah. Come, just come, take a, take gra- a, get a tugboat, grab a skiff, a Chinese junk. You don't need a tugboat. You can do it in a canoe. You keep saying that, but nobody's visiting, and I think it's because they're <laughs> been finding a lot of like abandoned, upturned canoes just <laughs> washing into the shark pit lately. If you come in a canoe, just steer clear of the sharks. There's a lot of sharks. Yeah, and watch out for you know waves. You are going several miles off the coast of Vancouver to yeah. reach our oil rig. Um, oh, and uh, review us on iTunes, please. Yes, please, for the love of God. All right, we love you. Bye. Bye.